got my mark, I just aim for my target If they talking bullshit, you know we disregard it We disregard it, we disregard it If they talking bullshit, you know we disregard it I got my mark, I just aim for my target If they talking bullshit, you know we disregard it We disregard it, we disregard it If they talking bullshit, you know we disregard it I'm a dragon, get lit with the fire I spit What's up, it's your boy Tuan. Welcome back to another episode of Intellectual Stoners. Yes, sir, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Happy to be here. Um, shit, we just got a couple topics for y'all, you know? Just two topics. Uh, we're going to keep this hip-hop related. Um, that's mainly what we're going to stick to today. So, um, yeah. Keep it short and sweet, you know? Our topic's going to be a couple favorite artists. Um, start with that, then we're going to go ahead and move to the state of hip-hop. Go on our opinions, how we feel about it, you know, the direction, yep. you know, from the start to where it is now. Yeah, yep. yeah. Fellas, sure. you start. Go ahead. No, absolutely, man. Um, yeah, so my favorite rapper for, like, the last 10 years is crazy. Uh, is a nigga named Lucky out of Chicago. Um, and honestly, the world didn't really know his name until 2022. But uh, just to, like, briefly touch on his history, like kind of going in chronological order like so like in 2012 and shit like you know when chief keith blew up in chicago and there was the whole drill wave and that was going crazy everybody was listening to that um you know chance the rapper and like vic mensa and the whole save money crew were they were in a way they were just kind of like showing just different artistry and you know diverse like because like Everybody coming out of Chicago was doing the same shit. Like, sounded like Chief Keith with the drill, you know what I'm saying? So, these guys were real MCs and they were taking, it was, you know what I mean? It was like kind of like organic hip hop in a way. And uh, Lucky was one of the guys, like, he has a, like, his relationship with Chance goes way back. Like, he used to go to Chance's, like, open mics and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? So, like, he was kind of in the background and, like, rapping too. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's crazy. And he knows, goes back with Chief Keith too. Like, dude, he's crazy. He's like a known dude in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? So. How old is Lucky? Lucky's like 26 now. Yeah. Damn, so he's 20, 27, actually. He's 27. That's crazy. He's two years younger than me, 96, yeah. He's still young. Yeah, young as hell. He's bro, he's been known since he was like 16. So, anyways, yeah, like 2013, he was kind of blowing up. Uh, you know, he had like a, a, he dropped a tape called Alternative Trap and like, Nobody really heard that kind of like sound before, you know what I'm saying? Because it was like alternative, but it was trap. Like it was Bro, crazy. That's a crazy way. That's a crazy term. Cause that yeah. is all, that's how I would describe it too. Yeah. Dude, yeah. So yeah. it was going nuts. Like, but honestly, bro, he really fucked up in the beginning of his career. Like, I think him just being young and immature and his drugs, drug abuse. Like, shit, that fit the culture. What you mean? I don't. Yeah. I don't say it fucked him up. But what I'm trying to say is he could have been like where he's at now. Not trying to take anything away from him, bro, because right. he's. Bro, I think he's great, like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, oh, he, yeah, yeah, he could have popped off a lot sooner if he didn't go through it, like, with the drugs. But it's like, maybe he had to go through that, you know what I'm saying? Right. So he didn't lose everything, and, you know what I mean? But anyways, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put him a little bit of growth. Yeah, help him grow more. Exactly, exactly, you feel it? So, basically, bro, he started blowing up. Um, after Alternative Trap, he dropped a couple other little projects that were really doing, really doing decent, you know what I'm saying? Right. And... It's funny because uh, in 2019, I read this article from Fader, and they were touching on him. Like, okay, so he took a brief, like, 
he like I don't know if he I don't think he went to rehab, but he like like went sober and like you know because he had like went through some hard shit in twenty sixteen and he didn't drop any music for like eight months and it was like off of social media and I remember like dude fans are like worried about him and shit. And then he came back, started dropping some shit, and kind of like, you know. Did he ever say what he was doing when he took his little hiatus? Yeah, he said he was going through it, bro. Let's see, the thing is, Lucky, he's so raw. Like, he always talks about, like, heartbreaks and shit, bro. Like, that's why, like, fans love him, bro. Because he is funny, because he said, like, I got a quote from Lucky. He said, I'm not a simp, but I really do want people to know it's okay to love these bitches, too. Like, <laughs> he's always, bro, like talking nope, about that's simping, not fucking. Bro, he's always talking about heartbreaks, bro. Like in his in his music, like he's really going through it. Like he talks about, bro, how he went to South by Southwest, and he did a show, bro, and he met a fan, this girl who was like a big fan of him, and she was like twenty years old, had her own crib, hella money, all that shit, dude. He went and like stayed at her crib for like a week. He said, bro, like, I fell in love with her. And then, like, after he, like, flew back home, he said, bro, this bitch wouldn't answer my calls. <laughs> and, like, bro, you know what I'm saying? I, fuck, I, look, I feel that pain. He just every, be, every man knows that. And he's so, pain, bro, bro, open about it. That's why I love Lucky, bro, because, like, that's why his fans, like, really fuck with him because he's so open. And, like, this whole thing follows Lucky, bro. Like, it's a whole thing because he used to be really, like, insecure and... Like uh, have self confidence issues and shit like that, but then he just like embraced his flaws, and that's why he's flawless, lucky. That's why he like really blew up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's cool. Um, no, I respect that. No, absolutely. Uh, like for, in the song "Super Yours," he has a uh, bar. He says, "She hurt my feelings and it made us rich." Like he took yeah. that shit, and you know what I'm saying? That's my favorite um, song by Lucky. Yeah, "Super Yours." Yeah, it's cool, bro. Yeah. It's, so I so one thing I can say about Lucky, bro, is only a select few rappers can move from what's considered really underground to successful mainstream. For example, um... I would say he's mainstream, yeah. Bro, well, I have facts to prove that. Flawless Like Me reached number 12 on the Billboard last year. His album, Flawless Like Me. You know what I'm saying? Sex, Money, Drugs, his his album that just dropped, like, what is it? It's August. It just dropped like a month ago. It got 8 million streams on Spotify, bro. You know what I'm saying? That shit just dropped. That's crazy. Yeah, so, um... I don't know. Yeah. It's funny because, like I said, I felt like he, as a super hardcore fan, he's one of my favorite rappers. I said, like, I felt like he kind of fucked up. There was a point in time where, dude, you know it's funny? I was angry, bro. Lucky blocked me on Twitter. And he talked about it, too. Like, he didn't talk about me, but he said, I was gonna say, I he said there were certain fans <laughs> yeah. who was telling me, like, like, who were telling me the truth and shit. And, like, he said, I didn't take accountability, like, early on. He said, I blocked a bunch of fans because they weren't, like, just yes, man. Like, because he's like, I was just... He was, he was just dropping some shit. And he just, like, he wasn't making the, six, the like, right career moves, basically. So his rear, his hardcore fans like me were calling him out. And he didn't like that shit. And he was blocking them. And he was like, bro, I wish I could, like, go back and unblock, like, all the people. Like, I remember talking about it in an interview. And I was like, damn. Go back and friend him. Man, I don't even have Twitter no more. Some shit happened. Now it's X. I was going to say it's X. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? can't even but, fucking call it Twitter no more. So he has a quote. <laughs> That I, that I like. Um, he says, I am for shit. I didn't plan anything, but I knew it was going to work. Uh, though all this happened organic, which I really felt because it's like, bro, he's where he's supposed to be. Like, it's supposed to happen. You know what I'm saying? Because now he's humble and, like, he's went through the drug addiction and all that shit and propelled it, turning it into something positive. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and it really relates to Future, bro, a lot. Like, he really relates to Future because Future is... So it's the same shit. Like I was just listening to um, Cody Crazy in the one of the first bars. 
Future Stage. And people don't catch it because it sounds so good on Future Stage that they be in the club. So they don't peep. Oh. This nigga's crying for help. What bar? He says, take all my problems and drink out the bottle and fuck on the model. Yeah. Nigga, a bottle of codeine, nigga? Like, nigga. Knock like, you out. <laughs> nigga, fuck on the model. Like, those are, like, his vices. You know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga's going through it. That's how he's... That's his outlet, and nigga, and that's you know what I'm saying. So Lucky's yeah. like in a same way, bro, because he's talked about countless heartbreaks and all types of shit, just drug abuse. And, yeah. But now he's, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it, it, he turned a positive, bro, and the music is his outlet for it. So I really fuck with him, bro. And as a fan, as a big fan, bro, like, man, I'm this nigga really makes me feel like I can make it because I see him at the bottom and look where he's at now. You know what I'm saying? So Facts. I fuck with Lucky, bro. Tough. That's funny, that line you brought up about coding, uh, my, speaking of my favorite artist, Bodie, Bodie James, artist from Detroit, he's cold as hell. Cold as cold, cold. But yeah, he had a line about how he uses coding to fucking foot, to, uh, deal with depression. I was like, that's what a lot of them niggas be doing, they just drinking that coding just to fucking drink their feelings away. Yeah, bro. But no, yeah, my favorite artist, you, you already know, Bodie James, he's cold, um, from Detroit. Signed to Griselda, you know that's Benny the Butcher's label. Yeah, yeah. Cats out of New York, he's cold as hell. He used to be signed up by Mass Appeal. That's another label. Are they? Are they, are they from Brooklyn? Not, not Brooklyn. They from uh, Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. Buffalo. Oh shit, no. Okay. Yeah. off. That's Benny Westside Gone and uh, Conway the Machine. They're all from Buffalo. Okay, I heard that's that's Conway the Machine. Yeah, the Griselda crew. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they. Uh, Why did I think he was from Philly? Conway the Machine. Because he rapped like them feeling things. You know all them East Coast cats kind of sound the same. Yeah. And they be talking. Yeah, that. <laughs> you already know, bro. Yeah, that Philly, New York, Boston. It's for Philly, bro. <laughs> they all got that same accent. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he signed with them. Okay. He came out in 2013, my first chemistry set. That was his first um, LP he put out by itself. It was, uh, it was cold. But personally, my favorite album is The Price of Tea in China. My man, the whole album goes hard. You get you can play the beginning and the end, and they don't fucking make albums like that no more. Yeah, it's facts, it's facts. And I just really fuck with him heavy, because it, he, first of all, his flow is cold. He's got a dope voice. But he brings, like, his songs, like you said, like, kind of like Lucky, he's, he, he's rapping about his come up, but he's rapping about depression at the same time. But he's, it's not depressing music, it's uplifting music at the same time. It's music that, uh, you can see his transformation in it. Like you see it, you feel it. Yeah. And you just you can tell he's a real artist. He ain't like most of the cats that be out there rapping, just saying shit because they see other people saying or rapping about it. He's he's being honest about what he did and why he why he don't do it no more. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I respect I, him heavy for it. One thing I want to say about him too, um, cause I you know I peeped a few of his songs. I don't know exactly what they're called, but I know the joint with currency. The Alchemist. Oh yeah, no, no yeast, no yeast. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. And bro, current growing up, Currency was my favorite rapper, and I honestly think Boldy outrapped Currency on that song. Bro, he out, he outraps anybody he gets on the track, but he uh he does a lot of shit with a uh, Alchemist too. Oh, for real? Yeah, he's got. Fucking, I don't want to misquote, but that I want to say he, he's got a lot of albums with Alchemist. They they collab together, and they fucking make magic. Yeah, that nigga's a legend for sure, yeah. bro. He's the main producer on the. He's the 